Alright, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome to Head, Head and Heart 1313. 13. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hope you're doing good. Really hope you're doing good. Glad you guys are with us again. It is awesome. We are in February. We officially are. Love Month. Love Month. And so very, very excited about what we're getting ready to talk about this month. But before we do, I just want to say thank you to all of the people that mm-hmm. have been listening. If you have liked or shared or subscribed to our podcast, I just want to say thank you. You're helping us reach people all over the world. And um, we just really appreciate your support. And we love you guys so much. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So please continue to listen, share, subscribe, like it, um, let someone know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just love you. Just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She said it all, so I won't harp on it anymore. But I am excited to do this podcast with you. I am too, babe. Yes. How are you today? I am doing great. You know why I'm doing good? Why? I told you earlier. I want to see if you remember. Um... Why did you say you were doing great? Don't worry, I'll tell you. No, wait. It's our anniversary. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, wait, no, wait. Hold on, because I know what you're thinking. (laughs) Okay. Um, this is our dating dating anniversary. Yes. How many years? Nineteen. Nineteen whole years. Yeah. On this day, 19 years ago, we decided that we will start dating. Yeah. In high school. It was high school. Listen, we're not going to hold me to the memory of that. (laughs) Okay? Like, I know when we got married, and that's that's very important to me. So is this date. And I am just Mm -hmm. so happy that 19 years ago, we decided that we were going to date. (laughs) I mean, of course, our wedding anniversary is probably the most important one for sure. But I do uh, always love this date as well, because I think without this date, we wouldn't have the wedding anniversary because this was the date that kind of started it all. It was. And who would have known 19 years later, we'd be doing what we're doing now. This is true. Children and have been married for 13 years. So honestly, it's been such a blessing i could not have imagined it being the way it is so i am eternally grateful Mm. that you thought i was cute Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yes i did um well yeah it's great it's it's a wonderful day so yes my day is going pretty well i'm Mm -hmm. very excited um to be doing this still we're doing this uh a little later than I would have liked for us to, but you bit. know what? I have the energy tonight. Yes. Um, and so I'm very excited about the topic. You guys, our series is called Covenant Kisses. Covenant Kisses. We're doing a series on intimacy, mm-hmm. and we will be using all four weeks, all four Fridays in February to bring to you um, just... Different important types of... Of intimacy conversations about it how we can build it how we can uh, yes. continue to thrive in it or and why um, they're important and why they're so important mm-hmm. so to start it off guys we want to talk to you about there are like people have said there are so many different types of intimacy but we're going to talk to you about the main four that yes. most people know about and they are emotional mental, spiritual, and physical. Yes. Now, we're not going to talk about all four of them tonight. Today, we're going to dive into emotional. We are. Um, And so I guess we can just start off with what is emotional 
intimacy. And I would say that emotional intimacy involves candid, authentic um, sharing of your thoughts and your yeah. feelings um, with that with each other. Um, emotional intimacy means like both you and your partner uh, feel safe and comfortable yes. uh, around each other and are able to express how you feel in a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's pretty much what it is. It's a, you know, conversation. It's like conversations. It's yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, we all deal with different emotions throughout the day and I've learned from you that I think this is one of the ones that I think you need the most from me. So I know we'll probably get into more of that later as we continue to talk. But emotional intimacy, since we have so many emotions that we deal with, why can't, you know, or why don't we think that intimacy can be out of it if we are able to connect on an emotional level? When you think about, you know, your spouse and how you love them, that's partially an emotion is a feeling that you get as well so if you can connect that way emotionally then i think other areas will liven up as well so is i love what you said about being safe and secure in that because you need to be able to do that as well and so it's just a, a multitude of things i think we'll discuss absolutely you know what i think um i think it gets lost like intimacy the word gets lost so much because people just use it in reference to sex yes and that is not always the case no, with intimacy not. it mm-hmm. certainly is um a part of intimacy oh, yeah. but it's not intimacy in itself and so we have to look at all areas and emotional is a very very important part i would say especially for women Mm -hmm. um well i will speak (coughs) mainly about myself i just like you when it comes to intimacy the emotions for me are a big thing and that is just like we have to be able to connect through conversation. We have to be able, I have to be able to share personal things with you. Um, I have to be able to feel safe with you. And that builds that intimacy with, with me and you. And it's very important for us to have that because it is one of the strands that bring us together, I'd say. No, absolutely. And like you're talking about, you know, the intimacy and like most people can, you know, when they think of intimacy, they think about sex and things of that nature. But if you're in a marriage and you're going through the day to day, uh, I guess, issues or yeah. job and things of that nature, yeah. how are you going to get to sex in oh, a yeah. sense without being emotional yeah. and, and then touching that and dealing with that? I mean, you can't you know come home or i can't come home from a hard day's work or i meet you and you got two screaming kids and a mess all around the house and stuff and i expect you to just be ready for sex that's not how it works at all i need to be able to engage with you and see how your emotions are doing this day before i can even start trying to peel back the layer to get to that if we're ever going to so i think emotional intimacy is so important to deal with and to discuss and to make sure that you're getting fed in that area and not just you but me as well because believe it or not I don't just be walking in and ready all the time either Uh, yeah (laughs) and that's important and um it's so so very important to be able to have these conversations um because essentially when we're talking about intimacy we're talking about trust yes and so if you don't have that emotional intimacy 
essentially like emotional intimacy. If you don't have that part, then it's kind of like kind of saying you don't really have that trust there because you're sharing, you're being vulnerable. Yeah. You're sharing things that you wouldn't share with other people. Mm-hmm. This is trust. This is what it means to trust with people. So to have trust in a marriage is to have emotional intimacy, in Absolutely. my opinion. Yeah, you know what? You're almost getting into our second question as well, which is why it's it's important. And it's important for all things you've just mentioned. You need trust in a marriage. You need to be able to feel secure within a marriage. And your emotions need to feel that. You mm-hmm. need to be able to register that and know, okay, I feel safe. This is my husband. I'm totally safe with him right now. I'm totally secure. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'm totally vulnerable with him. So if you're not physically or whatever, you know, ready to be intimate, we can still connect on an emotional level. And I can still give you that. We can still connect with that because it can't and should not always be physical. Right. It needs to be something where we, I can look into your eye and I can know, okay, she just needs a hug. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to be there for her and give her that strong, non-sexual hug. And how, how powerful a non-sexual touch can really be when you need it in, in certain moments. So, and that can, that yeah, can water seed for later. But how important that is in that moment to just let me give my wife or your ladies give my husband that pick me up of just a touch and a hug in that particular moment to just feel the emotion there and not just the physical. Well, also the thing about that is um, like when we talk about marriage and we're talking about like being married to your best friend, that's Mm -hmm. what it means. That's so important that you are married to your best friend because that means you can talk to them. You can have all these conversations with them and you should always be able to have these conversations Mm -hmm. with your spouse. And so it's very, very important um, from that standpoint. Yeah, and the real yeah so what what it looks like um it looks like me telling you that hey i had this conversation with someone um at work and it did not go well and this is not and this is how it made me feel and i didn't feel comfortable telling them how i felt but I'm going to tell you because I know you yeah. won't judge me Absolutely. that you're going to hear me out. Even if I'm wrong, that doesn't mean that he's going to agree with me, but he's not going to judge me in, in, in my thoughts like that. Just to hear me out and to listen to me and yeah. then lovingly right. um, speak life or truth into whatever it is that I have been deceived into at that moment. So Absolutely. that's one way that it looks like what, what's another way that emotional intimacy looks like? Yeah. I mean, and just to almost piggyback on what you're saying, hopefully I'm not jumping around, but you know, like you mentioned, even if I disagree, I can still do that in a loving way, mm-hmm. you know, and it, cause intimacy in and of itself is, is pretty much, accepting one another for who they are in that moment as well. Mm-hmm. So I need to be able to fully accept you. And that's one way I think it looks being able to take you as you are mm-hmm. in whatever mood you're in, accepting you that way and loving you that way as well and making you feel secure in that way. And whatever those emotions you're dealing with, meeting you there as well on that level as well. I think that's what it looks like also in one standpoint as well to me as well. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's good. I, and, also 
it can look like, you know, us sharing things from our past or sharing mm. things that happened to us in, yeah. in, in times where you weren't there. That's true. As my covering or my husband because you, we weren't dating at the time. You yeah, know, we weren't yeah. together or just things that happened, you know, yeah. in our past and things of like that. You know, just sharing those moments, those are intimate ways um, to be vulnerable right. and open. Yeah, what I just thought about when you mentioned that, it brought me back to a conversation we just recently had either earlier this week or, late, or earlier last week, late last week. But it's basically about how I deal with uh, our daughter, how we deal with our daughter and how I need to make sure that I'm being the, the best father I can for her as well, which you know is important for me and I know it's important for you as well. But just hearing your perspective of why it's so important for you mm-hmm. because of your relationship with your father mm-hmm. and how that worked for you. <clears throat> and... And hearing that, even though at one point I may not have agreed fully with what you're saying, I knew your heart in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I was able to accept that vulnerability that you gave me in that, in that moment. And that was, I think, an emotional, intim- intimate moment for me, at least, to be able to know, like you said, I wasn't there when you were dealing with these things. But now I can hear your perspective and I know. So it helped me to understand you more and I was able to register that and say, okay, well, that's that's where she's coming from. And that's why it's important that I go over and above and make sure that I'm on point when it comes to our daughter. So, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It can also, and, 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 and I'm glad you actually brought that up because that, mm-hmm. that's so important to me uh, as well, uh, that I can share this. I can share my relationship or my lack of relationship with that I had with my father with you. Um, and you listen to me. Yeah. And so that means a lot. And, even like when I talk to you about how how I'm feeling about my body or how mm. I'm feeling about like how I look and, yeah, you know, like I shared with you. Um, so many people don't know this now, mm. um, but I have I, I went to the salon and I got my hair. You did. Uh, recolored. I just got my roots redone and then I got it trimmed and then I got my hair straightened. And I haven't had my hair straightened in like years, almost mm. 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, I spent the majority of my life with straight hair and to cut it off, to go natural, to allow my natural curls to come out was a very emotional thing for me. And I expressed to my husband how, you know, even with me getting my hair straightened, how it just like kind of like almost brought me back to those emotions that I had and the unhealthy attachment that I had to straight hair yeah. um, when I was younger. And he knows this about me, but these are the intimate, emotional conversations that I'm able to open up and speak with him about without judgment. Absolutely. And it's so important to be able to have that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I can think about times in my past where I, I conveyed to you how I wish my mom was free enough to come see me do things that I was good at. Yeah. You know, like, I unfortunately, I'm not really athletic. <laughs> so I wasn't on the football team or the basketball team at a point where somebody could see me play. However, I was in JROTC in high school, and I was really freaking good. But because she worked so much, she couldn't come see me do that in my element, and I was good at it. And, you know, I think it stuck with me, you know, that she that she couldn't do that. But I was able to tell you that, something I never told her, I don't think. Yeah. You know, but I was able to be vulnerable with you to, to open up about that and let you feel the emotions that I felt at the time, which is why it's always one of the reasons why I, I hate letting people down and I always want to make sure that I'm 
be that that I allow people to see that I can be dependable. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think that's important for you guys to to know that having in being emotionally intimate with your spouse is not only beneficial for your marriage, it's beneficial for you because yes. not only are we able to express these things to each other, but in doing so, and our loving partners are listening to us and encouraging us and being um, Jesus, showing us the love of Jesus in that moment, it just mm-hmm. really actually helps you. Yeah. Um, and so that's important. So I have another question for you. Like, has okay. there ever been a season in our marriage where we lacked or I lacked in giving you emotional intimacy? Ooh. You've always been really good. You've always been really good. If I had to, if I had to think of anything, probably just early on in that marriage, and I think that was just more of the just the... Immaturity? Maybe immaturity, for lack of better terms, or just... Growing pains in a sense of really getting to know each other yeah. and things of that nature, you know. So maybe then, but you've been pretty darn good. But I will, I'm curious to see how you feel about that, though. <laughs> hmm. He's curious because for me, um, like emotional intimacy is a big thing for me, it is, um, and it's a big thing that helps remove the barrier for physical and allow for physical intimacy. Yeah. Um, And I'm not going to get too far into that because we'll talk about that later on. But emotional intimacy is, is it's not my number one. I'll tell you what my number one is when we get to it, but it's not my number one. uh, The, the one that I lean more towards, but it's so important for me. And I would honestly say that I think you, you are very good with that. Um, okay. You are very good with checking to see um, how I feel about yeah. things. I will say this. I will say this. I'm going to be completely transparent. There Please. was a moment mm-hmm. in our marriage. Remember when when um, we first started, when we first moved here to Minnesota and you were working all those horrible hours mm-hmm. and um, it was just like really hard and I think I was trying to like give you a, a break when you got home from work and yeah, everything like that. that. And it was something that I really wanted <clears throat> to do. But what ended up happening was we ended up having to have this big discussion on the fact that even when you get a break, I never really get a break. Or like whenever you give me, I get a break, I never really get a break. Yeah. And it, it was kind of like very difficult for me to like move through emotionally and express what I'm trying to say because you saw one you saw it one way yeah. and I was trying to help you see it a different way and I don't think our communication was where it needed to be then. We were just I'd like agree. not seeing eye to eye on that. And it was like a very, very frustrating moment. And um I feel like emotionally during yeah. that time it just we weren't I can agree with that. And I think, honestly, we've gotten so much better now because I think you've recently expressed it to me now to a way where I understand it now that maybe you didn't know to give it to me back then that way or even I didn't know how to receive it that way, either one of them. But the fact that how you and your your natural introverted way, in a sense, the fact that you're, you may not be around people all day, but you're still around children all day and children are people. 
and you're talking. I mean, I'm not to around adults all day. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're around adults all day, but you're still talking to people. So even though you know I may give you a break, it's like you're still in the, in the same area. You're still in the same vicinity. So it's, it's like, okay, dad's home. So ask dad all your questions. Yet they're so trained to come to you. Um, they're so trained to want to see how you feel. And you can't just escape. And sometimes you just need an escape. So your breaks weren't really truly breaks. No. And emotionally on that, it was kind of like us, like, well, we won't go. We won't go to dinner with this. Or we won't have anybody over for dinner. Or yeah. We won't go hang out and everything like that. Thinking that was what I needed emotionally. What I like quite literally needed to be around no one. Yeah. Like not even my own family. I just needed to like kind of like chill by myself. He thinks it's the weirdest thing. Side <laughs> note that I can like sit in the room and stare at a blank wall or look at the ceiling for like 15 minutes he's like what are you? but it's literally like just me yeah. resting so that's so, why we're together then because i don't understand how you can do that but you don't understand how i always need some noise yeah <laughs> that is true that is so true but that was a very difficult time emotionally because i wasn't yeah. able to express it he wasn't able to fulfill that need and honestly we weren't really talking about it. I can just be honest. Like there was just sometimes, cause you know, like you get into the rut where it's like, if they're not really understanding me, I just won't talk about it. And right. so emotionally I was just going inward with it. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of impeding on that level of intimacy. Right. And so, yeah. Which, and that goes back to why it's so important that you have that emotional intimacy, because if you do that and you retreat back, now we're not connecting and it just spills over into our relationships. In other Sp areas in of other intimacy. areas of relationship, right. It spills over to the children as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so we have to have that balance to where you're getting that and I'm getting that as well. So it's so important that we have the emotional intimacy that we need and not let it go unchecked. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, what is it? look like you know to lack emotional intimacy mm -hmm. well then we kind of talked about it just now in, in a sense whatever your stuff starts spilling over you start getting grumpy grouchy maybe you know and in it's almost like you become numb i think we might have said it um a couple of weeks ago you know when we were talking about just you know going through life and you becoming life partners i think you really get into that in a sense of it like it's almost like no intimacy if you fall into that lack of emotional connection at all. Just transacting just, business. Just, right. You're just, just robotic almost in a sense. Like, hey, how you doing? And all right, well, good night type of thing. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. And, you know, like sometimes when it comes to separation or divorce within marriages, you know, a lot of times people will, uh, you'll hear like, mm -hmm. like people will say, well, well, I, I withdrew, like they were already emotionally detached, yep. like months before or a year or so before. And you can tell the emotional detachment. It's mm -hmm. and, 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 and what I'll say is, and, and I'll say this, I don't know if it's true for every woman, but I'll say for this, you can, I can almost function. You can almost function. I'll just say it for people in general. You can function completely and do what it is you need to do and still have no emotional attachment. Oh yeah. To things. That's just you me. Can. You can absolutely I can clean the house. I can do the dishes. I can I can teach the kids. I can get the kids ready. I can cook dinner. I can do all of the things. Well, and I can sit here and have a conversation with you and not be emotionally 
um, invested into what we're doing. Yeah. Cause, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's such a powerful thing. It's such a connecting thing. Right. And one way you really need to look at it is you have to see, have you had these conversations with your, if you're not having conversations with your spouse, yeah. Deep conversations with your spouse, not not surface level. Don't be all Minnesotan. I heard that like <laughs> talking about the weather and stuff like that. Don't be all Minnesotan. Like if you're not having like real conversations about what they're dealing with and how they're feeling about this and how they're moving, you might be in the area of emotional detachment and you don't right. You didn't recognize it. Yeah, you just fall into those ruts where, you know, how was your day? Oh, it was fine. Oh, I had a lot of work to do, and that was it. And you just don't talk about anything else. You got to check that. You got to have those, like my wife said, these deep conversations where you're actually getting to the nuts and bolts where you can peel back layers and have those discussions as well. So, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so how can we increase intimacy then? How do, we, how, do we, how do we increase that emotional intimacy in our mm -hmm. marriage? I think it's something that you say sometimes, and that's be intentional. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional, and you do things on purpose. And you increase it by eliminating distractions. You know, yeah. You know, take time. Put, put away the cell phone. You know, even maybe turn the TV off or agree to turn it on to something that you both can enjoy. And, and things of that nature. Read a book together. Uh, you can spend spend more time together, spend more time together, and then also spend time apart. Spend time apart and figuring out what you need as a, yourself and then bringing that to your spouse as well. And then, you know, hey, you know, in my time alone where I was just kind of, you know, either spending time praying to God about things, you know, I found this out, you know, and bringing that with them as well. But you just want to. You know, just find avenues and things that you can do things together. You know, something that's going to be create fun again with you guys. I, I agree with putting the electronics away. I think it's very important mm -hmm. um, to not have anything that's distracting. One thing that I do um, on my husband's phone that I don't know whether he likes or he doesn't <laughs> like is I go through and I will occasionally go through his phone and just turn off his notifications <laughs> because he... Um, he it, it it bugs him to have a notification that hasn't been checked. It does. And so if he doesn't get the notifications, mm -hmm. then he doesn't get bugged. It doesn't bother him, but he's also not distracted. No, no. Um, turn your notifications off. It'll it'll work wonders. Mm -hmm. If anyone needs if listen, if it's an emergency and they can't get in contact with you or your spouse, they'll just call the police. If they're their mom, <laughs> if they're if they're my mom, All right. that's what will happen. Does that happen, That guys? actually oh happened. It's a hilarious story that I will have to tell you at a different time Sheesh. that happened on the morning of yeah. my birthday. You sure did. <laughs> you are loved. I am well loved. For sure. Yes, increase your time together. Um just like maybe going out like have a have a thing that you two do if you don't have something yeah. that you do together like go out and grab a cup of coffee every friday morning yeah. or something like that or just like wake up early one one morning or something and just share that special time together you guys as a married couple should have something that you just do yes by yourself and it should be a habit yeah it should just be a habit. It's just it's something just, that you like. This is our thing. This is what we do. Right. And it's a habit. Yeah. How about read the Bible together? 
or yeah. or yeah, read the Bible together. That's a preference, but you can also just read an, a book together. Yeah, you just want to create opportunities for you guys to really get to know each other more and just have that connection. You know, so something fun. Me and my wife, we will play card games in the bed sometimes. The kids go to sleep and have fun and talk noise to each other about who's going to win and who's going to lose. That's fine. And that's fun for us. Yeah. You know? We enjoy that. We Absolutely. We really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And and also, you can go to, like, um, you can do marriage enrichment activities. Yes. We just had one last week. We did. So we are co-leaders of a, a marriage ministry with some of our closest friends, yes. really and truly their family. They are. And... Um, we co-lead a marriage ministry called Date Night at our church. And honestly, we just had our first gathering of the year 2021. It was awesome. We talked about mm. marriage mission statements and casting visions. Mm. And here's the thing. That's something that you guys could do. Find your local church if you don't belong to B-Rock. Um, if you're in this area. If least. you're in the <laughs> Minnesota area or in the Twin Cities area. Yeah. Yeah. Find your local church wherever you're listening to. Join a marriage enrichment um, group and invest in your marriage together. That might be your thing that you do together. Yeah, you should have a community of people around you as well because that's that can help you. You know, give you different ideas with emotional intimacy. Have that community of different people that you can talk to all the time and recognize you're not the only couple that's going through this issue or lacking this emotional emotional intimacy because. A lot of other couples have dealt with things, some maybe wiser, and they can sow into your marriage and things of that nature. So definitely be a part of a community as well and just learn to laugh together. Learn I to think, laugh together, guys. Yeah, I think honestly that's part of our mission statement that we want to laugh together, mm-hmm. uh, continue to laugh together. Yeah, because it's just it, making memories, it's an important thing. And honestly, it's just like, here's the truth, guys. So I have dark humor. <laughs> and Darren can never tell what she's joking. And Darren, I share my jokes with him. Sometimes he laughs, sometimes he doesn't laugh. And you know, I guess the important thing is I can share my jokes with him. He she can. So have someone that you can share your corny jokes with or you can <laughs> share like your opinions with. Like the the thing I want to come you to come away with most importantly is emotional intimacy. Is essentially building trust. Yes. It's vulnerability. It is. It is um, truly um, allowing someone to love you. Yeah, it's it's being open and emotionally available. That's, yes. Being available with everything that is you with your spouse, because your spouse should be the one person where... It's really no secrets. There's no hidden closet somewhere in your brain that she doesn't or he doesn't know about. Be truly open with them so that you can share things. Because the more you can share with each other, the more intimate you can be, the more emotional attachments you have toward to each other, healthy emotional attachments that you have to each other. And that's really important, too, that you have all these things with each other because here's the thing. We all need emotional intimacy, and if you don't have it with your spouse, you will form it with someone else. Mm. You will form it with someone else. Yeah. Because someone, you know, is going to say something that you connect with. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a normal thing. Like, I have friends that I connect with. 
um, because we just share, we are able to share deep things. However, um, it doesn't form that type of uh, attachment because I have secure emotional intimacy with my husband. Right. So Uh, I can connect with other people, but still not have that emotional affair with someone else. Right. And so that's kind of what you, this is why it's important because you will you will have it with someone else if you don't have it with your spouse. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that because that, that can be almost worse than a physical affair. She whiz to have somebody, uh, you know, to trust somebody <laughs> in a position that should be your spouse's position. Yes. Oh, man, that, that was good, babe. So I just, I really, it's very important to be vulnerable, to have that mm-hmm. trust, to, to allow your spouse to love you completely yes. and openly and uh, fully, and yeah. and 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 know that they do. Yeah. So yeah, create that environment with each other. Create and a you, safe environment. Right. Exactly, that's what I mean. Create a so when you guys are start, are starting to discuss emotional intimacy, especially if maybe you're newer in your marriage, or if you just never practice emotional intimacy at all, when you're having this conversation, if you listen to this, just say, hey, you know, I want this our marriage to work. I want this to be a safe environment so there's no secrets here. There's no judgment here. This is a judgment-free zone. I want you to be safe and secure here with me. And if you create that environment, it will just be great for you. And it will yield so much good fruit in your marriage. And one way that you can do that is go to God in prayer and ask him to help you see your spouse the way he sees you. This Mm -hmm. is what my husband says all the time. Love it. This is how he prayed for us in our marriage. Yes. He prays over me and he prays um, about himself as well. And so honestly, that way, you know, you're you're able to see them and not see them in a judgmental way. And it's just it's so important. So you want to create that space, safe space together. You want to spend more time together. You want to do something to enrich your marriage. You want to create a fun list, do something fun together. These are all ways that you can increase your intimacy, your emotional intimacy with your spouse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just don't hold back. Go full fledged two feet in together with each other on it. And you'll be happier with it. I really think you will. I really believe you will. Yeah. So that is our podcast for today, guys. We're so happy. It's just the first one of this month. We have another one that we're going to talk about, so you'll have more about that later. And we will tell you when our strongest ones are our number one types of intimacy coming when we touched on that. But anything else you want to add before we end in prayer? Uh, Nothing else I really want to add. I just want to say that please don't skip this one. Um, Please don't skip this part of your intimacy journey and to reconnecting with your spouse. It's so, so very important to get the emotional aspect down. Um, And I don't know. I just I pray that this blesses someone and that your hearts are open um, to see what it is that God has for you emotionally in your marriage. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and pray and we're going to let you guys go. Heavenly Father, we're just so honored and thank you so much for allowing us to be able to do this. We pray for all of our listeners here, Lord God, all the married couples that are listening, that you would just show them what you call emotional intimacy, Lord God, and that you would help them be in an environment that is safe, where they can be secure and vulnerable with each other, Lord God. 
and that they're able just to just connect emotionally on that level so it can spill over into all the other areas of their life, Lord God. So we just pray, Lord, that they trust you and they depend on you and that you will help them in the emotional areas of their life as a married couple. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Guys, it is such a pleasure to do this with you guys. We look forward to talking to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.